if you are a podcaster in particular, you need to be watching what Spotify is doing because they are a real powerhouse right now in the industry. Um, and so uh, they're really pushing what Spotify can do. And I'm excited. I'm here for it. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rogue Creators Podcast presented by Go Rogue X. My name is Brian Fitton, and this is a podcast dedicated to small business owners, marketers who are really trying to stand out from the crowd and do something different. Uh, make sure you guys go and subscribe to our podcast because every single week we have amazing tools and resources and amazing guests yep. who are just cool creators doing some things that are different in the marketing space. Uh, to my left... Lauren Lewis. Hey, y'all. My co-host. We are jumping in today into some really cool, uh, really cool stuff that's kind of trending for December in the social media digital marketing space. And I am really excited to do this because it's been a while since we've recorded. And it's been a long time since we've recorded. So we're really excited to be back in the studio. Absolutely. So the good thing about batch recording is you knock out a ton and then you're exhausted for like a month. Yes. But then you need to record again. So we always tell our podcast clients are like, schedule those days out. That way you're not consistently recording every single week, but you can just do it in one block. Uh, But we are back to do a recording today. And also we are live right now on Facebook. So if you guys haven't followed our page, jump over to our Facebook page because we like to show kind of some behind the scenes, what's going on, how you record a little bit of our studio setup, uh, just for anybody who has questions about doing a, a live or a podcast recording. We are here to help. So Lauren, before we get into all of that, that was a lot. That was that was, good, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was good. That was good. Before we get into all of our content today, what do we like to start off with? So every week we like to start off with, what are you obsessed with this week? So Brian, what yes. are you obsessed with this week? Man, oh man. Here we go. Right out of the gates. Uh, okay. Man, oh man, what is it? I have so many things that I'm upset. Usually I have to like, I'm working so much that I just don't get to like have any kind of, you know, hobbies or anything on the side. But I've been allowed to uh, watch a lot of TV over the past month. Yeah. And so uh, I have been loving just the whole, I I don't know what it is, but there are so many different space documentaries right now and space shows in general. Mm -hmm. Like it is like every single network. So we have... Uh, we have HBO Max, we have Netflix, we have, you know, Hulu, all of, but every single platform for some reason has some type of space documentary or space, you know, reenactment of what's going on. So like First Man came out, which was, uh, starred, um, Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of Ryan Reynolds. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, there's just all these, uh, phenomenal movies that are kind of documenting the moon landing and all this stuff. And so anyway, I watched another one last night that was, uh, it was uh, uh, the mission control people. Okay. So kind of like the unsung heroes of like those guys of how crazy it was to get like Apollo 13 back home sure. after all of the uh, the craziness that happened. So it was just, uh, it's been really cool. I've been loving just kind of seeing like the Challenger documentary that came out, which is really sad, but it was an insight into, you know, NASA's leadership and yeah. all of that stuff. And anyway, it's just been really cool. I've been enjoying it. I like space stuff. Did you I know, know that? I do know. <laughs> I am aware. That's awesome. Hey, yeah. What about you? So I have like two different ones, but I, I chose one. So um, people have been like really talking about The Crown. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And <laughs> like, yeah, so, it's fine. Yeah, so I really like, I just didn't jump on that wagon for a while. And then just recently I was like, oh, I'll try it and everything. And I will have to say it is 
really good. Yeah. Um, but it looks it, amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's just incredibly well done. Um, just from a storytelling aspect and then also the videography and the way that they do it. Um, they really, uh, they use silence a lot, which is really, Ooh, I love that. So yeah. I think it's really good. Um, it's funny though. I have feel like I have learned a lot of history from it because um, it's obviously like an American version of an English version, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. so you're like, okay. So anyways, I'll be looking up stuff and it literally like the first article that will pop up is, so you're watching The Crown. Oh. Um, and so it's, it's, this article uh, demonstrated how the fact of most people are watching The Crown and they will pause. Google, mm. then watch again and then pause again because they're like, did that really happen? Yeah. Or like, what was this particular time in history? Because a lot, it's old enough, you know, where it's like, you don't really remember or like, why was that a big deal? Or if it's from English history, it's like, well, as an American, I don't know mm-hmm. why that was such a big deal. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember that prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's actually been really interesting. So I'm about to get to the third season um, or the fourth season with... Uh, Princess Diana. So it'll be interesting. That's what I was about to say. So I think they gained a lot of traction because of her and how crazy the actress looks so similar to her. And like they did a great job with the wardrobe. And yeah, that's the only reason I was like, oh, yeah, I would be very interested now to watch this because of Princess Diana. It's super good. And I have to say it is actually strangely addicting. Mm. So there's like a, you know, the element of a little bit of drama, but they've really tried to stay away from like the steamy drama that they've tried to do oh, it yeah. well yeah you know, yeah but. good hey that's awesome i know so you should try it yeah might surprise you go watch a space documentary and, and the, uh, crown. <laughs> the crown uh let us know also what you guys are into we always enjoy seeing stuff uh, pop up um different dms and stuff of what you guys are obsessed yeah. with this week uh so let us know um all right hey i'm excited because a lot of that has to do with what's trending right right, right. in the social media and digital marketing space so um lauren has three things right yeah that you're going to talk about i have two uh why don't you go ahead and kick us off with okay. your first one. So I was really excited to see this. So um, I have loved Spotify for years. Um, it is I probably my most used app. Um, and they are testing Instagram-like stories, mm. which is really cool. Um, so they um, started it with their Christmas hits. Um, if you go to that playlist, they actually have stories, kind of a, there's a little circle around the Spotify logo, just like you'd see on Instagram. Um, and it's their, some really big name artist that recorded some stories and then they have the, it'll kind of flash up of their their songs, their Christmas hits and everything. So okay. they can click on that Christmas hit and actually go to that song. Hmm. Um, but it seems like it's, uh, they have confirmed that they are trying out this feature. And so it really excites me when I think of artists or particularly for us, podcast artists that could potentially post stories to Spotify um, and then actually become a little bit more social platform where you could actually engage with that artist on Spotify would mm-hmm. be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, or even just have highlights of, you know, things that are going on. Um, I, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of potential here. And I know that they're moving into the podcast and video podcasting space. Yes, which we addressed on a, yes. in the know, back in the summer, I think. Yeah, actually. I think so. I'm so ready for that. Yeah, and they've been doing um, some automatically generated content um, with like Michelle Obama's podcast. They started doing some quote graphics. So, I mean, they are really testing out some really cool features that could really be impactful for podcasters or even small-time artists. Mm -hmm. I mean, the big-time artists, but 
I feel like they already have quite a bit of traction anyways. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really feel like you really need some content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it would be really cool. So you should really be watching Spotify. I, if you are a podcaster in particular, you need to be watching what Spotify is doing because they are a real powerhouse right now in the industry. Um, and so uh, they're really pushing what Spotify can do. And I'm yeah. excited. I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I think there have been so many people that have hated uh, Apple's podcast player. Uh, And then also just as a, as a company, we just, there's not a lot of analytics that you get on the back end. So you've always had to rely on third party or wherever you host your media. And so uh, I am so happy that Spotify is first, I mean, taking on podcasting, which Mm -hmm. is great because there's a lot of, uh, you know, I let, I like Stitcher Radio, which is kind of where I listen to my podcasts on. Uh, but the fact that Spotify is now taking it into the video space, which we completely believe is the future, and that's mm-hmm. what all of uh, the experts have said. And so it's nice that we've been doing this from the beginning and encouraging our clients to do it from the beginning because now it's just part of what you do. Uh, because as we know, I mean, we have several people watching live uh, on our Facebook feed right now of us recording a podcast. Like there's something interesting about it yeah. um, that is intriguing to a lot of people. And so I love the fact that Spotify is now becoming kind of its own social media platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming, again, you want kind of those behind the scenes with artists to get to know them more. And that only builds traction for you as an artist, for people to get to know you and like your music even more. And uh, they've already done a really good job of obviously like, uh, like, trivia ton mm-hmm. of kind of yeah. you know yeah, stuff yeah. that's in the uh, in the feed whenever you're listening to a song or even just the video previews if they have a music yeah. video they'll put that in or the lyrics the, or the lyrics on yeah, there too yeah. yeah so there's so many cool things that they're doing way outside um of what apple has mm-hmm. really failed for it's so many years behind. to do yeah. yeah um i'm i'm excited to see that so but uh, anyway that's cool yeah i'm super excited Okay, so the one that I have, we'll just kind of keep going with the stories, yeah. right? So LinkedIn Stories, uh, this launched uh, last month. And LinkedIn, if you are if if you are a business or if you, I mean, just in general, any type of career motivated person, you should definitely be on LinkedIn. Uh, but LinkedIn is moving into the stories game. I have some pros and cons okay. about LinkedIn, okay? I'd like to hear them. <laughs> Uh, so I have just put way more attention on, on LinkedIn itself because there's been some really cool things that they've been coming out with. But, uh, when it comes to content and stuff like that, moving into the stories platform, they have allowed you, um, it was first, I think in the U S uh, in Canada, the UK got it uh, later on, I think a week later. Um, but what's really cool about it is you can see who sees your stories. And so from a standpoint of, as a business owner, like I'm putting some stuff out there, I can then, can then go back and then you can actually message them like, hey, uh, thanks for checking out my story. Do you have any questions or or anything like that? There creates a way. <laughs> Do you think that's funny, Lauren? Well, it's one of those <laughs> things where you're like, hey, I saw that you liked my post. I saw you creeping. <laughs> I saw you creeping. I want to creep back. Uh, but it does show if people are interested in what you're doing and you can create a connection with Absolutely. them, right? Absolutely. Obviously, don't use it in a creepy way. But... <laughs> Um, (laughs) but it is an, an option that you can see and kind of track who is engaging with your stories. Of course you can do that on Facebook and, but it's never been done in the, in the business side of things. And that's where I think it's kind of, it's really cool. And so, uh, there are different strategies and stuff like that, that you can use to really engage with people who are are watching your, your stories. But also these are the cons that I think. I was going to say, where's the con here? The con is... As a content creator, they are giving you very limited options. Oh, yeah. They have 
really no stickers. Like they haven't partnered like with Giphy, with uh, Instagram. You know, there's a partnership there. So you can, a wide variety of gifts and stickers and different yeah. things like that. But uh, LinkedIn has not done that. And also the location tagging, they have um, just really terrible font choices. And there's only one style of thing that you can do with it. There's Comic Sans only. <laughs> no, that would be hilarious, by the way, <laughs> if they went straight Comic Sans for a business profile. Uh, oh, goodness. Anyway, that got me totally off track. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think also, I mean, they're still not um, naturally splitting a video for you into multiple stories, right? You have to do that on yeah. your own, which so is So that 15 annoying. second, yeah, yeah. So just like back in the old days when we had to use Cut Story, which was yeah. an app uh, for Instagram, because you had to cut it down to 15 seconds, which there's a part of me, I'm like, I'm okay with that to a degree. To keep Be- your content shorter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just is annoying on the side of a content creator themselves. So, uh, but one thing I do really like is they have a question of the day, which oh. is really neat. So it's kind of like, hey, ask your people this. And so they can respond um, to that in the start. It almost is like a, a nudge to engage with with different people on the platform. So it's that is one thing I'm like, okay, that's cool because it at least starts the conversation for you. Right? Yeah, no, so, I think that's fantastic. Um, there's a lot of like, hey, show us your home working station, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Like, what does your desk look like? There's a lot of very businessy type stuff, but I actually, I, I've used it a few times. And did you post about your desk? I did not. Okay. Surprisingly. <laughs> that is surprising. It is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> my desk is crazy. If you could see what it looks like right now, my desk also operates as the recording. Yes, area. it's a multi-purpose. There are cords everywhere. Multi-purpose use. Multi-purpose. <laughs> uh, so anyway, but yeah, you should definitely check out LinkedIn Stories. You yeah. should be doing it because we have a quote here. I think you pull up some stuff. I, you asked me to. I did, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to so, use it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do better, Lauren. <laughs> trying to do better. Uh, so uh, on Instagram, 25% of users swipe up on branded stories. Only 50% of businesses worldwide create an average of one story per month. It's ridiculous. One story per month. And there is, I'm going to tell you something, I've said this time and time again, but if a platform is pushing something, jump on that fast, right? Yeah. And so it is, it is one of those things that they are like crazy getting people to try to interact with these stories. You can get so much exposure right now um, for your business on LinkedIn just by using one of their new features. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Um, it's a great opportunity for you to be seen. So do it. Please. And uh, send us any kind of success stories that you guys have. Sure. Something's going on. Make sure uh, let us know because we'd love to hear it. Talk about you on our podcast. I don't know. We'll give you a <laughs> shout out. Maybe a t-shirt. I don't know. Maybe. Well, let's keep going. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So jumping out of business world, LinkedIn mm-hmm. into TikTok. Hey, TikTok. Well, you can do business on TikTok. You totally can. And you should. And you should. Uh, it's a wild west out there. <laughs> It in is. TikTok. Absolutely. So they are, um, they just gave access to a handful of creators um, the ability to now make a three-minute TikTok. Um, so this is coming out that they are starting to play around with long-form content. And so some people are excited about this is what I was reading um, because obviously it just allows longer content and allows a little bit more opportunity to create something or just engage with your audience. But people are a little upset about it because the beauty of TikTok was fast hitting. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and that it's was... like Vine. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that was like to keep it that way, will this change and be a negative on the platform where people are going and then all of a sudden they hit that long video oh, and then they peace out. Yeah. Um, or 
will it be for their benefit? And so that's kind of the, the question of that. With that, though, if you are a business on TikTok, it is something to be aware of because there's a lot more content opportunities with a three-minute video as opposed to what is the current limit? As far as I know, it's a minute, right? Yeah. It's a minute. Yeah. Checking with our, our in, in-house <laughs> TikToker. <laughs> so you can see Brian and I are always on TikTok. No, we should call my wife. Yeah. She, she's on so. it all the time. Yeah. We don't have she Ava in the office that. today, so we're, we're, we're lacking here. <laughs> Um, but it is something to be really aware of. And um, TikTok is another great place where we've seen some amazing businesses that you wouldn't naturally see. Our friends, American Estates. Yeah. You know, yeah. they make these beautiful custom pieces for furniture and you wouldn't naturally say, oh, TikTok's the place for them to be. They've done amazingly well on yeah, there. Yeah. Um, just because they they went and did it. They didn't, they didn't hesitate. They didn't think about it. Just, hey, we're just going to yeah. create content behind the scenes stuff, which yeah. is really cool. They have engaging I mean, just videos just visual and visual elements yeah. that are oh, incredible absolutely. to look at. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really great place. Um, so one thing to also know, TikTok is still battling right now um, to stay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they had some, uh, they've been trying to be bought by a United States company so that they can still be around. Um, in the current predicament area of our administration right now, um, when I looked up this morning, they're on hold. Um, they ran past their deadline. Their deadline was December 4th. Oh, okay. Um, and so uh, they're not getting a new deadline. It just looks like they're maintaining their current status. Um, so they are still in discussion with Oracle and Walmart, which we are, if you are not local, yeah. we are the home of Walmart. So yeah. <laughs> they are literally I think walking we can look, distance from us. look outside of our window and probably see the home <laughs> we can office. Wave. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it is really interesting. Um, and hopefully TikTok will find some stability. They're supposed to be renaming themselves TikTok Global to their United States company. Mm, so hopefully they will stick around. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, all right. So mine is talking about Wistia. Woo. The next next one is talking about Wistia. And if you are not already familiar with Wistia, they are a phenomenal video hosting platform that you can see a ton of analytics. You can see almost like heat map type stuff. You can see where people drop off on watching your videos. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to Explainify and Eric Henson and his crew over there. Uh, he's the one that they, I still believe, I think they host all of their explainer videos on on Wistia because uh-huh. that 90 second window, you can kind of see where people stay in, within your video, but also all there's kind of like a Google analytics to video yeah. um, plays, which is, which is really cool. But they... From everything that I've heard, too, they are phenomenal with customer support and all that. Uh, but they have launched a podcasting, um, a pod, basically a podcasting platform to where instead of just video hosting, they do podcasting audio as well. So they create their RSS feed that will go out to all the podcast players. So Apple, iTunes, uh, podcasting, as well as Stitcher and Spotify and all that. You can host your audio files as a podcast on there. And so... This recently uh, released, we do have one client who's actually using it. Um, there are some pros and cons to it, I think. Yeah. Um, the Just within Wistia, I've used their video platform before and kind of uploading and different things. It feels like with the podcasting stuff, though, the cons are it just seems a little clunky. Like okay. it doesn't feel intuitive. It's not like, hey, step one is this, step two is this, step three is this. Uh, it does feel like it kind of, you kind of have to figure out how do I upload an image? Do I change this? Where are my, uh, it doesn't necessarily show like seasons in there. So you have to go into each individual file and see where your seasons are. So there's a few different downfalls to it, but 
when it comes to the analytics and the backend data tracking on this, I think it's going to be phenomenal going forward. I think they're still kind of probably working out some of their bugs, but uh, I think it's going to be a great platform once they kind of get it all figured out. Uh, there was just, I, I don't know if it was kind of a limited release, um, but I know that there were um, a few people who have moved over to the platform itself. And so um, it is pretty cool. I'm I'm excited. I mean, again, anybody who's coming into the podcasting world, I think it's been great uh, to have more players in the game. Yes. And especially uh, companies like Wistia who are just phenomenal people. And I've mm-hmm. enjoyed um, anytime we've had to interact with them and just even with our clients, I've always heard great success stories of like, if there is a problem, they're like vanilla ice, they'll solve it, you know? Um <laughs> I was like, I don't know why I was like, oh, there's a problem. You know, I'll solve it. Uh, anyway, I went down this weird path. But Wistia, you are Quote Vanilla for Wistia, Ice. right on there. <laughs> we are Vanilla Ice. But the customer service is amazing. I'm excited about what this product's going to be doing, though, uh, going forward. So Yeah, totally let us know if you start hosting with Wistia, how your experience has been and what you like about it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great. So my last one is um, user-generated content, which is called UGC. And I'm actually going to be talking about remixed user-generated content. I know, getting more terms (laughs) for you. So user-generated content is content that's been posted by users. And then the brand is able to basically show how customers use their product or software or anything like that. It's becoming really popular. It's been much easier for brands to do this with stories um, where, you know, they get tagged and they have a public profile so people can, you know, share their stories and how they're doing. Um, but we're really seeing a shift for brands is that, you know, it, people care less about you promoting your product. They care more about social issues. They care more about um, people, Really, And so they want to see that. And so that content, even if it is not production quality content is actually doing better than if someone paid, you know, hundreds of dollars for this beautiful commercial, they actually care more about, you know, the mom that's at home trying out the product with her kid. Then that's what's, you know, really doing well. And so remixed generator content, generated content is more of the idea of brands allowing kind of letting go of some of their assets of logos, colors, and creating templates and saying, create content for us and we'll feature you on our actual things. Now, there's obviously a lot of problems with that because you could see how you could get into trouble with some of that thing. absolutely, yeah. But as brands are starting to try it out, I think they're seeing a lot of success. And this is, and we're going to have a really cool episode soon talking about trends for 2021 that you need to know. But this is one of those trends that they're saying, this is the new grounds that brands are going to have to figure out how to do is user-generated content and providing your biggest fans with the assets to be able to create content for you, which is super cool to think about. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, as a business decision, come yes. on, man. Don't don't pay $50,000 for a, a even more for a high production of, right. of creating content around your around your products but literally people want to see it in and customers hands and how right. they're using it i mean that's and you can not to be cheap but you can pay influencers a yeah. lot less to be able to do that especially micro influencers if you haven't already listened to our influencer episodes mm-hmm. uh, from soapbox <laughs> but then also um jesse over branch, branch labs branch mission lab i'm so sorry got, jesse got i got there uh <laughs> but uh 
just phenomenal stuff that they're doing in the influencer world um, and the advocates behind their brands that they're helping promote. And so I think it's, I think it's a great idea uh, and a lot more people should be doing it. We actually have talked with a couple of different clients that use that type of content, get mm-hmm. their product in, in yeah. um, influencers' hands just to see what they can kind of create. And so it's cool to see big brands doing this. Yeah. And I think the opportunities are going to be, we're going to see this so much more. So if you are only ever doing really polished content, consider thinking about what more your users would want to see if people like them using your stuff um, and thinking how you can be creative because this is probably something that's going to be coming um, really big time in, in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and sad to say, but if the pandemic continues, Correct. There, you're going to have to be able to rely on remote Uh, workers, remote content creators. Um, If you're already doing something like this, if you're already working with brands, um, I myself have done some of those campaigns. And so uh, it is a really cool space to be in. So if you are doing that, Mm -hmm. let us know. We would love to uh, hear your stories about what's working, what's not, what it's like to work with different brands. Um, Soapbox Influence, our our roommates here, they do that specifically for big brands, work a lot of times with creators, influencers, uh, and the brands and kind of make those partnerships. And so it's really a cool opportunity. Um, And I think it's going to, like you said, it's going to be the wave of the future, especially for 2021. So um, really cool stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Lauren, this was great. It was good. It was back. Is good to be back it's in the studio. Good to be back. It's good <laughs> to be back. Um, and let us know uh, if you guys, if there's something that you guys want to talk about, if there's something that you want to hear about more in depth. We yeah. are planning an episode for the documentary that came out about social media. Blanking on the name of that. Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma. All I could think of was like Social Network when it popped up. When it, I see now it's like Jesse Eisenberg walking in like pajama pants is like the, the it's the dumbest thing. But it's like, <laughs> Abigail's no, it's a thumbnail for the preview for the, oh. the show. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, that's what all I could think of. But Social Dilemma. Uh, it's a great documentary, actually. You should go out there and check it out uh, just to kind of be in the know yeah. about what's going on in the social media world uh, and and definitely where it's going and be aware of of how to do it and how to do it right as a business owner, but also as a consumer. Uh, yeah. But we have a whole podcast because that has been requested that we talk about it. Yeah. So we're going to do a deep dive and we want to do it justice uh, is what Absolutely. I'm saying, I guess. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, if there's anything else that you guys would love to hear, please, please let us know. Uh, make sure you go subscribe. And if you want to watch these episodes, because we are filming these as well, uh, you can go to YouTube as well and Facebook. Yeah. We have our videos up over there. We jump on live, like I said before. But this has been great. So excited to uh, jump into the new year. And uh, until next time, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Griffin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.